It is official. It is the 17th of Tammuz. It is the beginning of the three weeks of mourning that Bezrat Hashem we will overturn into three weeks of joy with the coming of Mashiach. May it be soon. In the meantime, the challenge that I've put up on myself is to go through each day of these 22 days that will actually culminate with the 10th of Av being the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet. So each of the letters, there are different Midrashim that talk about them appearing before Hashem and each of their characteristics. So we are going to take each day and with the help of Hashem, make a foundation and a anchor of that letter into creation and may it merit the building of the temple so the 17th of Tammuz is now and um, the 9th of Av which is Tisha B'Av will be at the end of the Gregorian calendar for this year uh, July the 30th so for the next three weeks without music uh, unless it's Shabbat and we will be at least as far as this goes we'll be focusing on the letters what happened on the 17th of Tammuz five tragic events Moshe broke the tablets when he saw the Jewish people us worshiping the golden calf number two during the Babylonian siege of Jerusalem, the Jews were forced to cease offering the daily sacrifices due to the lack of sheep. So we ran out of Corbinot. Number three, Apostomos burned the Holy Torah. Historians have long debated when this occurred. Some maintain that Apostomos was a general during the Roman occupation of Israel, while others contend that he lived years earlier and was an officer during the Greek reign over the Holy Land. So was he Greek or was he Roman? It's debatable. Either way, 17th of Tammuz, he did something very, very bad. Number four, an idol was placed in the Holy Temple. This event is also shrouded in controversy. Some say this too was done by Apostamos, while others say this was done by King Menashe of Yehuda. Number five, the walls of Jerusalem were breached by the Romans in 69 CE after a lengthy siege. Three weeks later, after the Jews put up a valiant struggle, the Romans destroyed the second Holy Temple on the 9th of Av. The Jerusalem the Talmud maintains that this is also the date when the Babylonians breached the walls of Jerusalem on their way to destroying the first temple. So, in the merit of Mashiach Yeshua, may it be that we repair the breach. And this day, when the breach was made, May it be now and forth 
that this day the breach is closed and sealed and repaired. Ken Yehidatom. Pasikta de Rav Kahana 13 says, To whom the word of Adonai came until the end of eleven years of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, the king of Yehuda, until the exile of Jerusalem in the fifth month. Yermiyahu, Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 2 through 3. Rabbi Avon said, The lion, which is Ari, came up during the constellation of the lion and destroyed Ariel. The lion came up refers to Nebuchadnezzar, the wicked, as it is written, a lion has come up from his thicket, Yermiyahu 4.7, in the constellation of the lion until the exile of Jerusalem in the fifth month. That would be the month of Av. This comes from Yermiyahu 1.3. And destroyed Ariel. Woe, Ariel, Ariel, the city wherein David encamped. Yeshiyahu, which is Isaiah, chapter 29, verse 1. Ariel is the name of the outer altar where the Corbinot were offered. This happened in order that the lion would come in the constellation of the lion and rebuild Ariel. The lion would come refers to the Holy One. As it is written, a lion has roared, who will not fear? Amos 3.8 In the constellation of the, of the lion, and I will turn their mourning into joy. Yermiyahu 31.12 May it be so this year that mourning is turned into joy during the constellation of the lion. In the merit of Mashiach Yeshua. And rebuild Ariel. Adonai is the builder of Jerusalem. He will gather the exiles, the outcasts of Israel. Tehillim 147, Psalm 147, verse 2. One of my intentions, as you may have heard from the, the podcast, uh, Pinkus PSI, the intention is to rebuild the Beit HaMikdash which I would like to bring down sources that the Beit HaMikdash is not built by human hands, starting with Baba Kama 60B. So not by power, not by might, but by Hashem's spirit, which is the letters of the Torah. May we speak them forth and may they be honored on high by he who is the builder of Jerusalem. And may morning be turned into joy. Can you hear its own? If a fire breaks out and catches in thorns, Shemot 22.5, the term breaks out indicates that it breaks out by itself. Yet the continuation of the verse states, the one who kindled the fire shall pay compensation, which indicates that he must pay only if the fire spread due to his negligence. The verse can be explained allegorically. The Holy One, blessed be He, 
said, Although the fire broke out in the holy temple due to the sins of the Jewish people, it is incumbent upon me to pay restitution for the fire that I kindled. I, God, kindled a fire in Zion. As it is said, Adonai has accomplished his fury. He has poured out his fierce anger, and he has kindled a fire in Zion, which has devoured its foundations. Eka, which is Lamentations 4.11. And I will rebuild, and I will build it with fire in the future. As it is said, For I, says Adonai, will build for her a wall of fire round about, and I will be the glory in her midst. Zechariah, Zechariah 2.9. Again, this is Baba Kama 60b. The temple will be built with fire and built by the one who is a devouring fire. Shavile Pinkish Shlita brings down from Teruma, page 5 through 6, the Kedushat Levi, that says the third Beit HaMikdash will represent both the written Torah and the oral Torah. According to the Zohar HaKadosh, Pinkish 2.21a, the following pasuk is written about the third Beit HaMikdash. Tehillim 147.2 The builder of Yerushalayim is Hashem. This verse indicates that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is destined to build, as it were, the third Beit HaMikdash, incorporating both of the previous Batei Mikdash. The second Beit HaMikdash will stand upon the ground in full view while the first Beit HaMikdash will stand up on it concealed like clouds of glory surrounding and illuminating it. In this manner, the third Beit HaMikdash will incorporate both of the first two Betei Mikdash. The second Beit HaMikdash representing the Torah Sheba'al Peh, which is the oral Torah, will stand below a new visible to all. Its existence corresponds to the novel insights in Torah Sheba'al Peh that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is destined to reveal to us. The first Beit HaMikdash, however, representing the Torah Sheb Katav, the written Torah, will stand above, invisible and concealed like clouds of glory surrounding the second Beit HaMikdash. For even then, within the white of the cloth of Torah Sheb Katav, stored secrets will remain. After all, the Torah, which is the Chokmah, the wisdom of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is infinite. So, as we begin to rebuild and repair the breach and anticipate the arrival of Mashiach, the building of the Beit HaMikdash, the, build, the rebuilding of the new Yerushalayim, the place that Mashiach Yeshua went to prepare for us, it is with the 17th of Tammuz that the 22 days begin, and I would like to go through the Aleph Bet from Tav to Aleph as we progress through the three weeks. So Tav, this is from the Book of Letters by Lawrence Kushner, also referred to as Sefer Otiot.
Tav is the mark. Tav that God writes on the parchment of man. It is the letter which they both have in common. And since this need to share is the reason for all the letters, it is the last letter. Tav is the name of a man calling God, which is Tefillah, prayer. Tav is the name of a man singing God's praises, Tehillim, Psalms. Tav is the sound of man returning to God, Teshuva, which is returning, also known as repentance. Tav is the mysterious small black boxes, Tefillin, the phylacteries, we bind on our arms and on our foreheads during prayer and study. From Letters of Light by Rabbi Raskin Shlita. Tav has the gematria of 400. Another instance of 400 is found in the account of Yaakov's encounter with his brother Esau, Esau. So Jacob encountering his brother Esau after sojourning 20 years in the house of Laban. When Yaakov approaches Esau, he is informed that Esau is mighty for he has with him 400 men. As a result, Yaakov sends forth a messenger to tell Esau, I sojourned. The Hebrew word sojourned is garti in Levan's house, Laban, for 20 years. The word garti, sojourned, has the gematria of 613, and it is synonymous with the 613 commandments. Kepha Hashliach, Peter the Apostle, writes about how we are sojourners in this world. found in I am I apologize I'm pulling up the reference right now Stand by. It is from the first letter of Kepha, chapter 2, verse 11. Dear friends, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. Which is exactly the context of Yaakov sending a message to his brother Esav. Yaakov is commonly referred to as the Yetzir Tov. Esav is commonly referred to as the Yetzahara in Jewish thought. So when we look at the good inclination, Yaakov, versus our evil inclination, Esau, what we're looking at is that in order for us to overcome that which wages war against our soul, 
i.e. the flesh, what we have to do is we have to overcome it by being a sojourner, which is the 613 mitzvot. What Yaakov thus communicated to his brother was, Though I lived in the house of the wicked Levon, I did not violate any of the 613 commandments. The word garti, again the word for sojourn, can also mean live as a foreigner. So I just want to submit that Peter, Kepha, Hashliach is basically elucidating this concept. So continuing on in Letters of Light, it says, When it came to Yaakov's physical existence, the materialistic aspects of life, he lived as a foreigner, meaning he recognized materialism, physicality as merely the means to serve God, not as an end in themselves. Materialism and physicality are, are merely means to serve God, not an end in themselves. Continuing, it says, This gave him the strength to keep the whole Torah. So 20 years, Yaakov was in the household of Laban. So it says, 20 times 20 equals 400. Therefore, after his 20 years of refinement, Yaakov now possessed the ability to overcome the 400 men of Asav. And finally, the numerical value of Tav can represent both the 400 levels of evil and the 400 sparks of godliness that are found in the world. The Tav thus embodies the ability to transform these negative energies into positive sparks. Shaul Hashliach, Paul the Apostle, talks about this, citing the psalm, the psalm about overcoming evil with good. And this is cited in the letter to the Romans, chapter 12, verse 21. Be not overcome with evil but overcome evil with good. This is the letter of the Tav. I would like to conclude with a concept from the wisdom and the Hebrew letters. It says, Tav symbolizes temimut, which is divine perfection, as expressed by King David, Ha'el Tamim Darko. If you are a person who recites the Master of All Worlds prayer during Arab Shabbat, you may be familiar with that phrase. But that is from Tehillim, which is Psalms 18.31. It says, the God whose way is perfect. Perfection is not only an attribute of God. Man must strive to obtain this trait also. The Messiah himself says, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. This is found in the writings of Matit Yahu, chapter 4, or chapter 5. It says, or verse 48. 
So Matthew, Yahoo, Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Man must strive to attain this trait, as the Torah commands, to meme, tiye im Adonai Eloheka. Be perfect with Hashem your God. Devarim, Deuteronomy 18, 13. Some scribes use an enlarged tav for the word tamim. Tamim implies that one is completely engrossed in the power of God alone and not in, the pow- not in that of magic or superstition that comes from the Maharal. Hakadosh Baruchu, through the letter tav, may it be established within creation. May you perfect us and may you cause us to overcome evil with good transforming the negative aspects of creation into positive and into light and may it be your will Adonai that we call out to you in prayer and may the letter that we share in communion with one another be revealed and manifest in the four corners of the universe unto the coming of Mashiach Baruch Haba B'Shem Adonai